a new record today of 60,000 cases per day with the total crossing over 3 million cases and the number of deaths surpassing 130,000. The U.S. accounts for only 5% of the world's population, but 25% of the world's COVID cases. It's time to wake up, listen, follow science, and act practically. This is a matter of life or death and unfortunately is real, so we need to take control of this situation. With that being said, welcome back to the fifth episode of Spill the Kriti, where we spill the tea. I'm your host, Kriti, and today you already know that we will be talking about COVID-19. But specifically, I'll focus on how this virus has changed the whole world and our lives through discussing the timeline and status in the United States, necessary preventative measures, and finally, actionable steps we must take to get our lives back to normal. So personally, I'm also trying to figure out how we can even get back to school in the fall. Is that even feasible? Well, let's see. So the pandemic first showed up in Wuhan, China towards the end of December, and in a matter of few weeks, cases surged and Wuhan went on to complete lockdown. With limited knowledge and information about the containment methods from China and the WHO, which is the World Health Organization, People were not prepared for the spread of the virus outside of China rapidly to the rest of the world. With a blink of an eye, um, Italy and numerous other countries in Europe, along with the United States, started to feel the spread of the virus at a very fast rate. In the United States, the first death related to COVID-19 was in early February, and then on the cases surged rapidly in March. Shelter-in-place orders were issued in many states with schools, offices, and pretty much everything closed and locked down. New York became the epicenter of the coronavirus. The severity and spike in the number of cases put an extremely high demand on personal protective equipment, or PPE, for the doctors and nurses that treat the patients in the hospital. The novel coronavirus typically affected respiratory functions, including the lungs, and impacted patients were put on ventilators in an ICU at hospitals. The availability of these medical equipment and PPE were so little compared to the demand across many states that hospitals ran out of life-saving equipment and beds. Within the United States, New York led the charts for the number of infections and deaths associated with COVID-19. With lockdown and social distancing practiced across the state and the entire country, uh, medical support was provided to impacted patients in hospitals, so eventually the infection rate was slowed down with less people infected as days and weeks went by. This definitely sparked hope to return back to normalcy and for people like me to go back to school in the fall with preventative measures and cautions, obviously. Um, But no, obviously from where we are right now, we definitely have not flattened the curve to say the least. We actually have done the opposite with a huge surge and an all-time high record of 60,000 cases per day within the past two weeks. And you might wonder why. States like Texas, Florida, Arizona, and Georgia refused to mandate critical orders and followed the guidelines imposed by the CDC, which is the Center for Disease Control. These states prematurely opened the economy, restaurant, barbershops, and even bars without enforcing wearing masks or social distancing. The holiday weekend, um, including Memorial Day and Fourth of July, was when a lot of Americans let loose their guards and pretty much threw away all the practices that they were given. 
And that is why the cases surged. And now there are over 3 million cases just in the United States. And with that being said, here is my take on how we can combat this virus and prevent more cases. We are all in this together and are accountable for each other. Here are the four basic scientifically proven practices and habits that we should be following on a daily basis. First, maintaining a social distance of at least six feet away from people. Second, always wear masks. Third, wash hands frequently. And fourth, avoid crowds and stay at home as much as possible. The virus primarily spreads through droplets of fluids that come from our mouth and nose when someone speaks, coughs, or sneezes. The WHO issued guidance early July that airborne transmission of coronavirus in restaurants, gyms, and other closed spaces are highly possible based on research that suggests the virus may be able to spread through particles in the air in, quote, indoor crowded spaces. These droplets are just like aerosols. Um, when you spray your perfume or body spray, they can stay in the air and eventually fall on surfaces like tables, chairs, or doorknobs. You can now imagine how someone else can be infected when they touch these surfaces while the virus is still, quote, alive. Masks limit the transmission of the virus and help block the spread of droplets far away from the mouth or face area. Hand sanitizing prevents the spread from touching surfaces. Uh, we can even look at several lab studies on the efficiency of masks to block spreads of droplets that were conducted. An experiment using high-speed video found that hundreds of droplets ranging from 20 to 500 micrometers were generated when saying a simple phrase. But nearly all of these droplets were blocked when the mouth was covered by a damp washcloth. Studies have even shown that young adults tend to be asymptomatic, meaning that they're not showing any typical symptoms even when they have the virus in their body. So without even knowing that they are carrying the virus, they could spread it to even more people. That's why it's so critical to follow the basic procedures of wearing a mask and washing your hands, along with maintaining social distancing to help mitigate the spread of this virus. While COVID-19 has showed us the heroes in the medical community, um, doctors and nurses that have taken personal risks while working overtime and multiple shifts to also take care of patients, we are so grateful to them for their dedication to their profession and rising to the needs of the day. At the same time, COVID-19, which is a common enemy to all of us, has brought differences because of political climates and views. People are protesting against wearing masks to support their political beliefs in freedom of speech while ignoring the science behind the virus. We should all be unified to fight this common enemy by simply following the guidelines provided by experts to avoid even more spread of the virus. We have to value the lives of our neighbors and communities that we live in um, even more than our individual liberties at times, especially under this situation. This is a case of what is more critical, the false notion of violated individual liberty or public safety that needs to be taken more precedence and a common sense of community and saving lives collectively. At the same time, we need to reopen the economy by relaxing the lockdown on business and phases, but we must do it with caution and safety while practicing the guidelines of social distancing and wearing masks, because obviously we can't just open up all businesses at once and expect us to handle the case as well because honestly that's happened in certain states like Georgia and Florida and that's why we are dealing with a surge of cases. So we must do it slowly and take our time and go into phases.
Uh, we can also look at the data of progression of disease through the phases and make decisions based on the data with unified communication and enforcement strategies recommended by the CDC at both the state and federal government. The same can be applied to schools in the fall term. We as kids also want to get back to school, um, but we must do it with caution and the proof of declining cases by following these guidelines. Um, but for now, let's dive into the tea of the week. As this week's episode is called Coronavirus and Changcha, which I think I pronounced correctly, I thought Changcha, which is literally worm tea, was a really great tea to pick for this episode. Right now, we're all bored to death, sitting in our houses all day, occasionally taking walks outside to get fresh air. But it's so hot outside because it's the summer. Uh, from my research, I thought this tea is actually used in medicine to cope with the summer heat and is sometimes used to help treat the flu. Uh, I would definitely encourage you to look up how the tea is made because it's actually really innovative and cool. I just didn't want to go into details and explain more on this podcast since some might perceive it as a little bit disturbing. But regardless, next time you take your afternoon walk, make sure to come home and relax with a cup of Changcha tea to cope with this summer heat. But going back to the main topic of this week's episode, each and every one of us need to actively participate so we can take down this virus. So please, Follow the basic guidelines, wear masks, keep social distancing, and avoid crowds as much as possible. We live in such a great country where we are given so many opportunities and freedoms unlike many other countries where they are not granted as many liberties and are suffering way more from the impact of COVID-19. I truly believe that we can do it together, save lives, and save America. Thank you for listening to this episode and tune in for the next one.